Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I am your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are new, welcome to the Dream Team. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, on Google Play, on Overcast, or on the Anchor app. Man, look, before we get started, I just want to take some time real quick to thank everybody for showing love who has shown love via the different apps already. For those of you all who have left some great positive feedback, thank you so much. Man, and for those of you all who have left some great reviews, thank you as well. That that means the world to me. Um, I'm glad to know that the content hit home the other day as we talked about safety blankets. And even after we finished with the podcast, I took some time myself to just sit back and think about safety blankets, right? And in the conversation that we had about getting out of your comfort zone and why it was so important, right? But I was also met with the thought of, well, what happens after you finally decide to leave your comfort zone? Yes, we talk about elevation. Yes, we talk about moving forward. Yes, we talk about growing and expanding. However, mentally and emotionally, there are some things that take place with us. There are some internal things that we have to deal with, right? Which leads me to today's topic, which is mourning the destruction of old things. Guys, stay with me. I don't want to hold you all too long, but I do want to discuss this real quick. I think for any of us that are human, this is something that we experience at least once in our lifetime, right? When we have to walk away from a good thing, right? When we have to walk away from something that we have been used to for so long, right? Guys, there is such a period of mourning that takes place. We literally do everything we can first and foremost to try and fight the destruction from happening. But even after the destruction happens, we find ourselves in a predicament where we are somber, we are sad, we feel defeated, we don't want to do anything, we are mentally and emotionally exhausted. Have you ever been there, right? I can definitely count on fingers and toes how many times this has been my life, right? And this conversation is important for several reasons. I think first and foremost, if we find ourselves in a place of mourning for too long over things that have passed, um, we either miss the train that is coming to take us to the new space or we eventually open ourselves up internally. We open the doorway up to allow the old thing to rest in our in our hearts again. And this is uh, this is something that I think we need to discuss and start to figure out in our own life, because so many times we can be on the right path. We can be ready to move. We can be ready to to go and just grow. However, there is a, a big portion of us that stays stuck to the thought of the old thing. And there are some specific things that we stay stuck to the thought of. Right. How good we felt in that space. We'll use relationships, for an example, just in this space. When you think about relationships that you were in in times past, right, it doesn't matter how bad things have have become or how bad things were. You think about all the good times that were had, right? You think about all of the time and the investment that you put into a particular person or a particular relationship, right? And you take this to a grander scale when it comes to life. You think about some of the things that you have to let go and how much you've invested into it and how good it made you feel overlooking all of the other important components as it pertains to what it's doing to your life right now 
and you will find yourself in a space of mourning the destruction that you see taking place in the old thing. Guys, so today, look, a few things that I want to give you when it comes to being able to overcome that thought process of mourning the old thing and how to get that jump start, that kickstart that you need to move forward and be productive. Why am I saying this? Because you weren't meant to stay stuck in the past. Remember, look, old things pass away and behold, all things come new. That's actually scripture, but it's real though. We've got to remember that we were never called and created to stay stuck in one place and to allow old things that have, look, come on, the expiration date has been passed. And then, so look, when we talked about safety blankets the other day, I talked about how we have the tendency sometime to overstay our welcome in certain places. What happens though, when you allow something to overstay its welcome in your heart? Come on, stay with me real quick, right? What happens when something has reached its expiration date? What happens when months and years have passed and this old thing is still there? Guys, why is it so important not to start mourning the destruction of things that you have to let go? The biggest reason to, to, to not mourn it is because as you allow that old thing to continue to surface and circulate around your heart, you actually allow it the, the, the opportunity to become a dead weight. Right. So when you first started with this thing, it, it was a blessing. It was good. It was good for the moment. But what we tend to forget is that it was seasonal. Right. And as the seasons change, we kept that thing. And what was right for that season is no longer right anymore. And because we've allowed that thing that is out of season to stay in our heart, it's no longer a blessing. It becomes a burden. And after so long, that burden literally dies and it becomes dead weight. Many of us in today's society walk around with the dead weight of old things, right? How many times have you seen people talk about, oh, I, I'm not mad at this person anymore because of what they did to me or what they said to me. But every time you bring it up, you see the glitch in their eye, right? You see that little twitch in their in they, in they system. You, you see that, look, the eyes might get a little bigger, the, the pupils dilate. And, 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 or even from a, a, a more verbal context, you hear how people talk. You listen to their tone. And that same person or thing or situation that they say they've let go or that they've forgiven because of how they actually relay their message when referring to it, it shows something completely different, right? Many of us hold dead weight when it comes to things that used to be a blessing but then became a burden um, as it pertains to old jobs, old bosses, old co-workers, classmates from high school and grammar school. How many of you all were bullied and picked on? How many of you all were taken advantage of? People talked about you. People, they, they looked down upon you. You were always the outcast, right? Come on, can we go deep real quick? Can we talk about these things? This is so important. Some of us are holding on to dead weight when it comes to family members, right? People who, who, who we were supposed to be the closest to, individuals that said they loved us and that they would always be there for us, but they did certain things, right? And as they did them, right, look, look, come on, what used to be a blessing, right? What used to be a house of love, what used to be a family of love has now turned into a dead weight and you are holding on to so many things, right? 
How many of us have gotten into business and we're still holding on to ideas that no longer work for where we're being led to, for where God is taking us? How many of us are in relationships? Now, I'm not talking about the marriages per se, but how many of us are even in relationships, right? Whether in, 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 in not just romantically, but how many of us are in the spaces where we have been holding on to friends that were good for a season. We have been holding on to people that were good for a season. But what happens when your growth kicks in? They become a dead weight. And now you find yourself being the one dragging the friendship along. You find yourself trying to be the one to be the pillar while the other people around you aren't growing. Guys, it is so important that we do not mourn the destruction of things that need to be destroyed Otherwise, we start walking around with dead weight. Now, what happens when you allow dead weight to continue to weigh you down? You cannot move in the same capacity. You cannot function the same way. You will not be as productive as you once were because you've got this extra weight on your back. Look, come on. I'm going to take you back to, to what, seven, eight years ago. When I was sitting at 370 pounds right now, I've lost to what 170 of that and I've put on some muscle now. So I'm sitting at like a lean 210. Right. But in the process of losing all of that weight, one of the things that I, I remember was how hard it was early on to start dropping weight physically because of the fact that I had packed on so much. And the last time that I had worked out was when I was at 200 pounds before I gained 170 pounds and got all the way up to 370. And, and I literally went into the first workout after being obese thinking, oh man, I'm going to hop into this and get back on this like I did when I was 200 pounds. And what I didn't take into consideration was the fact that I'm 170 pounds heavier now and I can't move the same way. My body can't function the same way. My limbs, look, they hurt. I don't feel like doing this no more. I literally looked at the treadmill and started breathing heavy. Like it was things like this that caused me to understand that I'm carrying so much weight right now and it's causing me not to be at the peak position that I once was. How many of us in life find ourselves in the same place? We are no longer functioning in the peak position like we were at one point in time. And so, guys, I want to encourage you all today. Listen, while you might not be where you used to be, it does not mean that you can't get back there and that you can't get beyond that as well. But there is a process that we have to face in order to shed dead weight and move up and elevate into the areas that we need to. There is going to be some patience. There is going to be consistency and not just random consistency, but consistency in the investment of new alternatives. You cannot approach your next season the way that you've approached the seasons in time past. You cannot allow yourself to latch on to things that are seasonal the way that you did in times past, right? So one of the big uh, keys, and, and this is the first point that I will give you when it comes to shedding the dead weight and having a mentality of shedding the dead weight and not mourning um, the destruction of old things is the fact that you have got to get to a solid space of discernment. 
you look before you jump into the next whatever it is, before you jump into the next business endeavor, the next job, the next relationship, the next friendship, before you find yourself jumping into the next opportunity, take some time first and foremost. Look, this is me. I encourage you pray. Right. But you've got to be able to have a clear and concise understanding. What is discernment? You've got to be able to have a knowing and an understanding of what it is you're getting yourself into. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be able to see the future from the present moment that you are right now. But what I am saying is that what you can do is take some time to fill out the thing, the opportunity that is presenting itself to you before you decide to jump in. Be mindful. Look for different traits. Right. If it's a person, look for different character traits. Pay attention to how they move, how they flow, how they function. Listen, if you don't feel yourself comfortable in a decision, right, that you've got to make, in a contract that you've got to sign, you might want to take some time. Look, come on, do not ignore the red flags that are sitting there right now and telling you, hey, I'm right here. Don't make this move, right? Many times we do this and then when we get into a rut after it happens, we're upset blaming the situation or blaming the person, but we don't always take enough time to, to, to come on. We got to be real with ourselves, right? As we assess and as we internalize, we've got to be real with ourselves and be completely honest in the fact that, look, some of this blame is on me. Some of this blood, the reason why certain things happen to us is because we willingly opened the doorway, we allowed the thing in, we relinquished our power over to it, and we gave it a seat in our heart, and now it's here festering around. But listen, that's a choice that we make. So before we can make that choice, we have the opportunity to discern and to have an understanding, right? A clear conscience and mindset or a, a frame of mind um, before we make the decision to further um, ourselves with whatever it is. I really want to encourage you all with that because I know it's very easy, right? When we have been desperate for certain things for so long, right? After that old thing goes, after that old thing has left, you find yourself in what we would call a space of lack. And because you're in that space of lack, sometimes if we're not careful in understanding that some of the things that we're lacking are actually for our good, it's very easy to allow our lack to transform into desperation. And after being desperate for so long, you can literally allow your desperation to lead you into a space of degradation. And what do I mean by that? You have been desperate. You have been wanting. You have been yearning. You have been longing for something. And in that longing, you have now opened your heart up into an area where you say, whatever comes, I'll take just to fill the void. Guys, I want to let you know that this is not the area uh, that you are called to in life. This is not your purpose. This is look. And, 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 and so I get it. We will have bumps in the road. There are certain things that we will do, um, but not every decision has to be made that will lead to some type of trauma or tragedy. Sometimes it's just on us to make the right decision. Like we do not have to willingly walk into every fumble that's presented to us. We don't have to. Right. And so what am I saying? This is more of a gut check 
where we've got to start checking our emotions. We've got to start. Che- look, the, uh, we've got to be able to separate our wants from our needs. Right. Having a full understanding of what a necessity is, having a full understanding of what a desire is that you don't necessarily need. This is so important for us because a lot of times this is really the determining factor for what we do. So I want to encourage you all with this and let you know that you don't have to walk into the the accident waiting to happen. You've got a choice and that choice starts with you taking the time to look, come on, calm your easy heart, calm your anxious heart. Take some time back as as bad as you want certain things, as much as you feel like you need to get it done, as much as you feel like I need to do this right now or it's never going to happen. Listen, calm your anxious heart, calm your anxious soul. This is not the end of the road for you. Oh, but Richard, YOLO, you only live once. That's very true. However, you live a little longer when you can make wise decisions that will help you not to stress out as you go through this process in life. And I really want you all to take this and and just take some time today to dig into yourself personally. What areas have you been a little anxious in because you've been lacking after leaving your space of comfortability and maybe you found yourself mourning over that old thing because it's been destroyed, because it's no more. I really want to encourage you all to to get back in the mind frame. And this is my final point for you. Get back in the mindset of understanding that what's to come for you is literally better than what it's been, right? Um, One of the things that I, I, I truly believe is that we're not created in life to be mediocre We're not created in life to live average or to be average. I feel like a lot of the times that's a choice for us. We are always in a space where we can grow, where we can elevate, where we can learn. And we look, if y'all saw the Black Panther movie a few weeks ago, listen, just because a thing um, is good doesn't mean that it can't be updated or, or created and made better. Right. And this is the mindset that we've got to have. Right. Because while good is good, good still ain't great. And and understand that good can only take you so far. When you talk about being able to get to the areas that you're needed in this life, no matter what realm it's in, you have got to be able to walk away from the good and embrace the great. Embrace the better, embrace the phenomenal, embrace the exceptional. You have got to be able to cut ties with good because after a while, good is only average. And what am I saying? Today, you've got to have that understanding that it is okay for you to say no to the good. It is okay for you to cut ties with the good and start seeking out the great. When you can have that understanding mentally, it helps you to not get caught up and hung up on the fact that you've let something old go. When you know that you've got something better coming now, and and I get it, sometimes this can be vague, right? But one of the things that I want to encourage you all in with this is the fact that while you might not know exactly what the, because that's what it is. Many times we don't know what the good is. And because of that, we start to question whether or not good is really coming. I'm here to let you know that good is coming. However, you've got to be able to understand that just because you don't know what that good is. It doesn't mean that it's not there. 
it doesn't mean that it's not coming. So as you move forward throughout this day, whenever you end up catching this episode of this podcast, make sure that you look as a daily reminder, my better is coming, my greater is coming. This is one of the things that I had to do as I am. And I'm going to dive deeper into this. We're going to have some conversations over the next few episodes talking about, you know, um, I'm actually going to go through each of my books and we're going to take chapters from the books and we're going to create episodes around those chapters. And I'm really excited about that because it's going to give us a chance to have some really deep dialogue. And I think this is important. But one of the things for me, look, for those of you all who know a little bit of my story and for those of you all who don't, um, I dealt with depression and, and suicide attempts from the age of 10 to 20. Um, and so at the age of 20, my final attempt, which was actually 10 years ago, back in January, um, I took a a blade down my wrist five times, almost ended my life. And the restoration process, the process of reconstruction, so to speak, was very, very difficult for me. Um, I struggled a lot when it came to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel because all I knew for so long was destruction. All I knew for so long was desperation. I would literally open myself up to whatever felt like a void filler, to whatever felt like a sense of love. I opened myself up to it. And as I opened myself up to it, um, I found myself just falling into a deeper space, a darker hole, And I felt like there was no way back. So when I went through the whole process of reconstruction and as I'm trying to create new alternatives, it was very hard because the biggest struggle that I faced was having a belief that something better could come from this mess that I was in. And I know, look, I'm not the only one who feels like this. I know a lot of you all, whether now or maybe in the past, have found yourself in that predicament where You think to yourself, there is no way in the world I can ever come out on top of this. There is no way in the world anything good could ever come from this. But I'm here to let you know that it can. This is why the consistency part that we talked about a few minutes ago is so important. When you can be consistent in the investments that you make to help you move forward, it will actually help level your playing field. But then it will also boost your confidence. One of the things that I had to do, because I, I look, I, I didn't see the beauty in myself. I didn't understand my self-worth. A lot of times I felt like um, I was worthless. I felt like um, my life didn't have a purpose. I felt, I mean, obviously, you know, with the suicide attempts, I felt like I didn't deserve to live. Right. And it was through these times of thinking like this and feeling like this that I found myself um, and in parts of my reconstruction or in parts of me, you know, trying to transform into something better, I found myself just fighting doubts because of what had been ingrained and embedded in me for so long. And this is us. Guys, you've got to understand the amount of time that it has taken for whatever old thing to settle in your heart. You've got to understand that with that same amount of time that it took for the thing that has become destruction, that has become a burden, that has become a dead weight, that amount of time that it took for you, you cannot expect that to be erased by a few healing sessions, right? Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? I'm going to keep it on it. It's going to take a little more 
than a few sessions of therapy. This is where consistency comes in. And even in moments where you might not believe it or see it, as long as you can still come on faith without works is dead. Right. When you can look, sometimes your faith might waver, but there's a, a the beauty of, of work and, and faith together is this idea that when you work, even when your faith might be shaken a little bit or you might feel like you, you're uncertain you're still actually taking a step forward by working. That is an investment. And we talked about investments in the last episode. When you can make an investment, guys, you will see a return on what it is you are sowing into the ground, into this good soil. So I want to encourage you all not to get um, fed up and and quit before you see the results that you want to see, because just like it took time for the the dead weight to become a dead weight because remember before it was a dead weight it was a burden and before it was a burden it was a blessing because you were in the right season for that thing at the time Bef- before all of the the dead weight it was something different in that same amount of time right when we talk about how that took time it's going to take time now I'm not saying it's going to take as long of a time um because I truly believe that when we can get right mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually We can elevate a lot quicker. We can accelerate simply because we're in alignment with our purpose. And that's the beauty of being in alignment with your purpose. You can move and function at a different uh, uh, speed and at a different rate because of the fact that when you are aligned, it's it's almost like, look, a plane can't land on a strip that is that is messed up or that's full of traffic. Right. A plane needs to be able to land on a landing strip that is clear, the one, the runway is clear. And this is the same way with our life. Guys, things begin to happen when we can clear up the mess, when we can eradicate the dead weight, and when we can begin to move forward, um, looking and, and, and working towards the greater things to come. So I just want to encourage you all with that as you go throughout your day today or whenever you catch this. I, I really want you all to know that this is not the end for you that you don't have to continue to mourn old things, right? That, look, it, it ended, it was fun while it lasted, but at this point of your life, it serves you no purpose but to keep you hindered. If you remember nothing else from this episode, remember that the thing that you are mourning right now, that old thing that you know you need to let go, but it just still seems to have a hold on you, The only purpose that it's serving you in your life right now is to hinder you from the greater areas that you're supposed to be in. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream? Between the dream is the point between your present moment and your promise. I like to call it the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. When you embrace your process, you can eradicate and shed off the dead weight. You can begin to move forward. You can begin to walk in alignment and timing. And when that happens, you will see an exponential amount of growth in whatever area of your life. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you leave a comment. If you got any questions, make sure you ask. I want to hear from you. Um, You can email me, booking at richardtaylorjr.com. I would love to hear from you if you have questions. Also, if you want to just look around and browse, you can visit my website, richardtaylorjr.com. There you'll find my merchandise. You'll find my books. 
um, the Star of the Beast tees, the love between my scars, shirts, and hoodies. Look, and a plethora of other things, man. But look, I want to see you win in everything that you do. I might not know you personally, but that doesn't mean that I don't love you. And that doesn't mean that I don't want to see you win. I'm a lover of people. And I feel like, look, all of us need love. We all need love. And as we as we go out and, and do this, it's good to know that somebody else is rooting you on and cheering you on in the background. Uh, be mindful of who you can be a blessing for in these spaces and who you can show love to as well. I look forward to getting back in tune with you all on the next episode. Um, Once again, you're not losing a life. You're not failing. It's simply between the dream. Until next time. Peace.